0: You're listening to the Sketchnote Army Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rohde, the author of the Sketchnote Handbook and the Sketchnote Workbook. And this is the podcast where I chat with sketchnoters and visual thinkers and try to understand what makes them tick. This episode of the Sketchnote Army Podcast is brought to you by the Sketchnote Handbook that tells the story of how I solved a note-taking problem and in the process coined the term sketchnotes. My best-selling book teaches you how to draw simply to capture ideas instead of worrying about art quality. It features simple-to-follow steps for building your drawing skills, helps you create a visual library, and showcases a wide variety of sketchnotes by global creators. Best of all, it's designed as a book-length sketchnote. Pick up a copy of the sketchnote handbook for yourself or for someone you just know will love sketchnoting. To learn more about my books, visit rowdesign.com books. Use the code rody 40 for 40% off the book at PeachPit.com. And now, on with the show. Hey everyone, welcome to the Sketchnote Army podcast. This is Mike Rody, and I'm at the International Sketchnote Camp in Lisbon, Portugal. You may hear airplanes flying overhead because we're directly in the flight path of Lisbon Airport, so please uh, let those go by you. Um, but I'm here with uh, Connie Ibisch who is a coach in Berlin. Uh, talking about how she uses visuals in her coaching practice. And I won't say more because it's so exciting to hear the story from her. So, Connie, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Mike. I'm, uh, it's such an
0: honor to be here. Well, it's so great to have you. So tell us um, a little bit about what your practice is and how you use visuals in that practice.
1: Yes. I'm a psychologist and I'm working at Frau und Beruf e.V. in Berlin, in Germany. And I'm working as a kind of visual career coach, Mm -hmm. and I don't like the word career in German because it implicates uh, you want to have a higher position and a higher salary and all this stuff. But the people who come to me, there's the airplane. Yeah, hello airplane. The people who come to me, um, they want a job that really matches to their values, to their interests, to their abilities, and to their life situation. Hmm. And uh, that's what we talk about. And I use visual to find the path to that job that hmm. matches for them, that uh, works for them.
0: So talk a little bit about your process. What is the process that you go through with a typical client that you're coaching?
1: Yeah, I use sketch notes in the whole process, beginning from contracting, so I explain how it works mm-hmm. when you want to find a new job, uh, and I use for this uh, thing. I sometimes I use a sketch note, and most of the times I use charts I lay down on the floor. Mm. And uh, yeah, of course I I use sketch notes for better listening and understanding. So that means I'm not drawing all the time. In the beginning, we are just talking, and Mm -hmm. I try to understand what she wants and what's her desire, and then I say, stop. Let me uh, take a picture of your situation, or let me try to to make a picture out of it, Mm -hmm. and then have a look on it and tell me if it's like I think, uh, like I understood. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes she takes the pen and says, no, that's not right. And then she begins to draw and this is a very good moment. I'm very glad when it happens. Mm. So uh, this is the beginning and then uh, of course we need to explore the resources and um, for that I often use uh, a kind of um, a Kanban, so so a job development board I, I call it. Uh, I draw the categories of of resources uh, on post-its and uh, I put them on a job development board. So because a job is uh, constructed out of various elements, so you have uh, the diplomas uh, she has, you have her values, you have her tools. He, he, she uses. She has clients uh, she wants to work with, and she also has a culture in which work is uh, good for her, uh, mm. not good for her. And uh, we collect uh, the elements to for these uh, categories on this board. Okay. And sometimes I draw just uh, the the words on the on the sticky notes, and sometimes I do. Um, Little items. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yes, I use also uh, sketch notes for generating generating ideas. Mm-hmm. So she, she, maybe she begins with one or two ideas, and she's not happy with them. And then we begin with them, and then we explore more and more ideas. Sometimes we do a brainstorming, a mind map on on, on a sheet of paper or on the flip chart. Um, And mostly I like working with uh, sticky notes again because afterwards we can take them to cluster Hmm. and uh, to sort them. And when we have done this, we can prioritize them. Hmm. And there's the plane again.
0: (laughs) It's not conducive to a podcast, but we're rolling with it.
1: So, uh, and then it's a process where she is doing her research. So she goes out, she talks to people. He looks to the, she looks to the, she she looks uh, the places, and uh, she goes to events. And when she has enough information, then I use uh, sketch notes for decision
0: making. Hmm.
1: So I have a, a a simple template with four fields. So,
0: almost um, like a like a grid, like a yes, a quad, four quadrants. Is that the right way to think of it?
1: Yes, and uh, we have uh, one direction is money. So you can have uh, a few money or more money, and you can be more happy and less happy. And uh, then I ask her to put the options she sees into the fields. And mostly the options, normal options, they occur in the field. No uh, less money and less happy, <laughs> 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 because those are the options we find in job ads. Mm-hmm. So this is the ugly stuff we find when we don't do any effort. Sort of take, effort.
0: Taking what's offered, kind of. Okay,
1: the the, the jobs that are paid bad and uh, and nobody wants to do, they are uh, in the ads. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, then I, uh, do, uh, I do some planning with her, uh, th- that she can find better options. And, um, um, for this planning, I also use, um, sticky notes and, uh, icons. Okay. So, because we have uh, we have uh, uh, various steps to go, for instance, in the beginning, we have to do some research in the media and in, on the internet, and then we go to events and then we uh, meet people and uh, in the last step, we do some practice, maybe maybe mm-hmm. we do mm-hmm. some uh, some uh, work for no money, just to explore the work and it, it, during this whole process she gets contacts, and she she meets persons, and maybe she meets person who, who, who like her work and like her questions mm-hmm. and like to work with her. yeah And that's how it works out a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah, next, we can uh, when she found a job she wants to have, she can uh, she can uh, use sketch notes or she can use a visual pr- representation of her life uh, to ex- uh, to develop her storytelling hmm. why she wants the job mm-hmm. and i showed you this picture of the of the uh, red
0: um, storyline almost uh, the, right.
1: the, r- the red storyline uh, with which she uh, she presents the ups and downs of her biography mm-hmm. And then we select some points in this this line uh, to construct a new story. And uh, this is also a visual. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I work on a big table or on Mm -hmm. the floor, and sometimes um, I do it on paper. Mm. Uh, In this case, sometimes it's working better um, with with a, how how do you call it, Uh, um, a through? Mm. I don't know the word. During this whole process, we collect a, a, a big bunch of sheets <laughs> mm-hmm. and this helps to document the whole process mm-hmm. so uh, when she comes back to my coaching, uh, I have this bunch of paper and I remember what she uh, what we talked about last time. And, um, she remembers as well. And she takes the original sheet at home. Mm-hmm. And I have a copy made by, uh, by the ChemScanner app. I okay. like this okay. app very much. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, um, yeah we have enough stuff to evaluate the, the process and, and to see how did we begin and where did we come out? and is it like she wanted and what did she learn? Hmm. And she can use those learnings for the next time she has uh, to find a new
0: job. Hmm. And you have is a copy it you it? have a copy of the process so that when she comes back, you can sort of refresh where yeah, she came from yeah and this from. is
1: this is very helpful hmm. because when you only talk about it you forget all the t- all the right, stuff right. and i have problems to uh, to to get the information just out of uh, written words hmm. I don't get the feelings. I don't, I don't get uh, um, the other information you need uh, in this situation to understand what it's about.
0: So does it seem like the visuals you're capturing capture more than just the details? There's some emotion and some other things that maybe are captured when you do visuals this way?
1: Yeah, uh, sure. Sometimes I, I draw a figure
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I, I don't draw the face and i ask her to draw the mm. face and in this moment something special happens she begins to identify with this figure on the paper really she is the figure on the paper and she go she can go her ways and and she can she can try out different ways and nobody cares she mm. can she can uh, go on the roof <laughs> if mm. she wants to and we can talk about it how it is up there and um, we can try everything.
0: So do you um, does this allow uh, a client a client of yours to explore <laughs> ideas that maybe she thought were not even possible or mm-hmm. never imagined and mm-hmm. so as a follow-up to that, by doing this, do new ideas come that neither of you ever imagined? Is that mm-hmm. tr- is that true as well?
1: Yeah, um, there is one story, and it's really true. It's not happening all the time. I have to be honest, but uh, once I I tried this um, um, this technique, I learned from uh, Carolina Eva in a Wisting uh, meet up, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, next time I had a client, uh, and uh, she was complaining all the time about mm-hmm. her situation. Mm-hmm. She she was a teacher at the school, and and, and the director just uh, went away uh, for a job with better money, and the colleagues were very uh, miserable, and mm-hmm. the house were were going to uh, everything was bad. Yeah. And uh, I made an ugly mm-hmm. picture of this. <laughs> really, you can't show it. But um, she knew what, uh, what the situation is and we, we both knew what it's about. And then I said, stop. Now let's make the opposite of this. Hmm. And you tell me how you want it to be. Imagine. Imagine, right. yes. And in the second picture... She was the queen. She mm-hmm. had a crown on her head. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she had a nice house in which uh, they, they worked. And she had, she, she stood on, on a lot of money and all the colleagues were very happy. And, uh, I was not happy. Yeah. <laughs> I was not happy with this session mm-hmm. because I thought, Oh, I think it's not working. I you don't think know. maybe
0: it was overreaching, like yeah, uh, how yeah. can all this come
1: I true? I gave but? it a try. I experimented, but mm. maybe uh, it was a waste of time for my client. But the client was happy. Mm. And she mm. took the sheet uh, with her, and we we just talked a little bit about what it could mean, what we we, we draw. And uh, half a year later, I met her on the street, and, and she said, "Ah, oh, Connie, hello. Hello. Uh, Thank you so much for your coaching. I had this this drawing in my room all the time, Mm. and now we just moved to a new house, and I'm the director now, you know that. No, I said, I don't know that. Yes, uh, I know that, and uh, everything is going well now, thank you very much. Wow. And this was a, a, a really great situation for mm-hmm. me. And, and at this moment, it was in 2015, I, I had a feeling of the impact of visuals in my work, and I began to take it more serious.
0: So you started to integrate the visuals in every yeah. client in yeah. more ways probably yeah. after yeah. that yeah. experience. Yeah,
1: yeah. I developed all the stuff I told you before mm-hmm. uh, after this experiment, wow. experience.
0: It's quite, quite an important process and experience yeah, to see that yeah. happen.
1: I'm thankful for my, my client as
0: well. Do you think, um, so when you do these visuals with clients in the room, do you find it, it helps them, sounds like it helps them identify with mm-hmm. where they are and where they mm-hmm, want to go. Mm-hmm. Is that different than before when you were just talking about absolutely, things? Absolutely, absolutely. It's, uh, it's
1: really a tool for play thinking, it's a word, hmm, yeah. for play thinking. For for taking this uh, this sheet of paper as a room of experimenting and and uh, and trying things out and discovering that maybe there is a way she did not think before mm. and uh, this this works. also taking the pen, putting it on the paper means the first step to take action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, when this begins, that she takes the, the pen and she draws her picture, then I think uh, that's a very big success and a big step forward for
0: her. It's almost a mindset shift in that point.
1: Yeah, the mindset shifts. It's, um, it's funny It's really funny. So, and in the beginning of, of a coaching process, you, you have this, uh, yeah, it's often so sad and so Mm -hmm. difficult, everything. And through, through drawing, uh, it, it begins to, to, to take off to to have to have to be to become lighter mm. playful more experimental, and that's what she needs to discover mm-hmm. a, other thing and I am sure i'm'm I'm so sure that the opposite of being frightened is being curious mm. and you can be curious on paper so so mm-hmm. very good it works so well mm-hmm.
0: So let's shift gears a little bit, and now let's talk about your favorite tools, the tools that you use for the work uh, that you're doing in this coaching.
1: Yes. As I have told you, I like using sticky notes because they come in all colors. Mm. They come in uh, different formats, and you can play with them around. You can uh, um, reuse them, you can remove them, uh, you can take them for different steps in the work, and um, they are cheap, and um, you you have this frame for one idea mm-hmm. on one sheet of paper, and it's like like a puzzle, and and you can play with it around. This is uh, the first tool. The second is just normal. Student uh, notebooks mm-hmm. in Dinavia. It's that.
0: Uh, it's it A4 size in the, in Europe, and for people in the U.S. It'd be like letter size, so a standard yes. sheet size.
1: Yes, I use them uh, to do to prepare my sketch notes, my explaining sketch notes mm-hmm. in it or some some diagrams I want to explain the things uh, with. So I have them prepared. I don't have to draw them during Mm -hmm. my counseling, Mm -hmm. and this bears some time. And uh, the the client is very happy when I work with pictures. So this is one, Uh, uh, the the second. And uh, to to write on the sticky notes and also in, in the notebooks, I use um, um, felt pens.
0: So thick, thick, heavy pens, yeah? Yeah. Bold uh, lines?
1: Not so very bold. Medium, medium, maybe medium
0: size. The
1: Stabilo 68, Stabilo 68 in Germany. I think you have them as well. You can also take the cheap ones, yeah. 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 And um, uh, important is that you can... That you can uh, read the letters on the post-it mm. when you take it on the wall okay. or on the
0: flip chart. So it's moderately bold because of that. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are my favorite tools I use. Wow, I'm wow. Using. So it's
0: really simple things that mm. you can find in any store. Yeah, it's yeah. not anything s- particularly special.
1: Yeah, I like I like the cheap sh- stuff because it's not so intimidating. Yeah, I agree. And 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 you can uh, you can try with it around and it's not such uh, such a thing
0: <laughs> so Connie you have uh, some tips for us why don't you tell us some of the tips you have based on your experience with this work
1: yes first tip um, it's from Christopher Niemann in, uh,
0: the illustrator the, mm-hmm. the
1: illustrator New Yorker illustrator from Germany mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I like it very much it it's a uh, waste paper
0: mm use lots of paper yeah. use
1: lots of paper and uh, it really helps uh, to do my second tip be playful mm. <laughs> so you can you can just play around and make mistakes and uh, just have fun and when you found something which, which what works for you you can you can take your mollusca and and Put it in when you feel secure, <laughs> which
0: ties again to you know you, the tools that you like are cheap, so you don't feel bad about yeah. using lots of yeah, them yeah. to achieve your goal.
1: Yeah. So and my yeah. third tip is um, copy and remix. So uh, find uh, find your models, find mm-hmm. the people you, uh, whose work you really like, mm-hmm. like I did with yours, mm-hmm. Mike, and uh, copy it and apply it to your own contents. Okay, yeah. Yeah? Use your own contents uh, to make it your own and uh, and just make a new thing of it and then give credits to the creator. Mm -hmm. So tell the people where you learned what they see.
0: Right, so they can find that person and maybe learn more and go back and uh, understand.
1: And be inspired by him as, uh, Mm -hmm. as well.
0: Those are my three tips. Wow, wonderful. So the last question I have for you before we go is, how can people get in touch with you? I'm, I'm, I'm imagining maybe social media is the best, but there may be mm. some German listeners who maybe need coaching. So uh, tell us about the many ways we can get to you in social media uh, or your website or to reach to you.
1: Yes. Um... My, my work as a coach is only for uh, women who, who live in Berlin. Okay. But I, as a freelance, I'm giving workshops for coaches, uh, for therapists and consultants mm. who want to apply visuals at their
0: work. Great, great, great.
1: And uh, they can have trainings uh, and workshops. Okay. And they find me on my website. Okay. It's uh, uh, wwwconnie eibisch.de. We put it in the notes, I think. Yeah, we will. Or for the Germans, uh, uh, meinroterfaden.de. And uh, on Instagram, I'm Connie Eibisch in one word. And um, on Twitter, I'm the visual coach.
0: Okay. And we'll again, we'll have those linked in the show notes if you want to reach out and talk to Connie and... Get some ideas for your practice, or maybe applying it in a different way, but see her templates. I'm sure that she'd be willing to share some things with you to understand how she works and make it work in your context, which is what we're all about in the community, is sharing and helping each other to do better and to spread this idea. So well, thank you, Connie, for being on the show. It's so great to be here in person and yeah. to interview with you. Yeah, um, Thank you so much for being on the show with us. Thank
1: you, Mike, very much.:
0: You're thank so you. welcome and everyone we'll see you on the next episode of the Sketchnote Army podcast thanks for listening to the Sketchnote Army podcast this podcast was created by me Mike Rohde and is edited and produced by John Schiedemeyer who also created the theme music for the show special thanks to Chris Wilson for the show notes each episode to support the creation of this show I invite you to buy one of my books the Sketchnote Handbook or the Sketchnote Workbook either for yourself or a friend You can find the books at Amazon or go to PeachBit.com and use the code RODI40 for 40% off.